This is Digitech Futures, a Bournemouth University podcast series. We'll be exploring the latest digital developments and speaking to leading researchers about the technology that could change our world and revolutionise the way we live and learn. On today's episode, we find out more about the first computer programmer and women in coding. The name Ada Lovelace might not mean much to most people, but she was one of the pioneers of computer programming, working with mentor Charles Babbage to explore the future potential of computers. Born in 1815, a time when women were unable to attend university or pursue academic careers, it's only in recent years that Ada's contribution to computer science is starting to be recognised. And an event at Bournemouth University to mark International Women's Day did just that. Ella Thompson spoke to Professor Debbie Holly to find out more. I'm here with Debbie Holly, Professor of Learning Innovation at BEU, and we're at the International Women's Day event that Debbie has helped to organise. So, um, Debbie, can you talk us through the events happening today? Yes. um, We're working with the Women's Academic Network, and every year, CEL put together something around technology because it's very, very underrepresented for women, and particularly women in the workplace. So we always try to have some sort of focus. So what we're doing today is the first session is looking at coding and learning. So here in the universities, we're trying to think about how best to prepare for the new children that are going to be growing up using coding from an early age and how we can start to think about that at the university here. And many of us have have never engaged with coding in any way. So this is a little taster where women and men from across the university can come along and just try out, they can experiment, they can play and there's no kind of pressure to produce Mm -hmm. anything or to do anything Mm -hmm. sophisticated. They can just come along, they can find out more and then on the basis of that we can start to plan some some staff development events. We've also invited the um, instructional design team from Southampton Solent to come across and they're going to be talking to us and showing how coding influences their work. They're particularly interested in things like artificial intelligence and bots Mm -hmm. and we're teaming up with them and they're visiting us and we're visiting them and we're hoping to do a collaborative project. The second bit of the morning is looking at uncelebrated women and what we've got is some vignettes of women who've made a tremendous offering to their discipline in their lifetime but the credit was never acknowledged at the time. So the talk that um, we're leading on in Cell is about Ada Lovelace. So Ada was Lord Byron's daughter, and um, I think she was very well known as that. But she was an expert mathematician. She actually did the very first coding for a coding machine. But of course Burbage, who we're all very familiar with, got the credit, because in Victorian times, all the women who coded, coded was just seen as a skill, and it wasn't valued, it was very poorly paid, there was no prestige in it, there Mm -hmm. was no credit in it. So even though she was a countess, she was a very famous person in society, her actual work at the time was completely uncelebrated. So we're going to be talking a bit about her life, and we've got some absolutely wonderful visuals of 
what she looked like and the ways in which she worked and also the really fantastic calculations and things that she worked on. So why would you say it's important for us to recognise Ada Lovelace now? So if we just look at Bournemouth University and we look at our efforts to engage women with technology, we've got fantastic outreach programmes, we try to do after-school coding clubs, we try to bring women in, we try to do all kinds of things. Women are still underrepresented in computing and coding, and these are where a lot of the fantastic careers are. So if you look, there was a McKinsey report last year that showed how much coding was going to be used in the workplace in the next 30 years, mm-hmm. and how a lot of our everyday tasks are going to be animated and coded We need to know how to be doing that. If you look at the select committee report from the House of Commons last year, they're saying there's already a skills gap in the workplace in terms of the digital. So I really think as a university, it's up to us to be leading the way on this work. Why is International Women's Day important to celebrate? I think International Women's Day is really, really important to celebrate. It's got its its origins in the 1910 International Socialist Women's Conference and they suggested that a Women's Day was held annually. So it's just a way of us all getting together and celebrating women and men and just having a focus on what women can do to celebrate their achievements and to just give a shout out, I guess. Um, And here we've really made sure that, you know, it's our women and our men technologists that are celebrating it together. But it's just so nice to see that we've got female technologists as well as male technologists on our team here. And we're very proud of that. Attendees at the International Women's Day event had the chance to use popular coding software to create animations and test their skills. We went along to see how they found the day. You can use Scratch to make an animation and on the front page there's a little scenario that you can use to tell the story of your animation and you can learn using Scratch how to put everything together into a little film. We've got some guidance for you there. And it's all about coding and we have um, something here that you can do to make a little turtle race. And you can code it so you can make the turtles go in whatever kind of pattern you want them to. Usually, I think, the common idea is women can't do coding and feels women is not good at mathematics, not good at programming. But actually we are. It's just we don't have the chance or opportunities or, you know, just... So I think this provides us the opportunity to really get on to do some coding. Yeah, for myself, I think it would be very useful. Uh, I think it's the language, like I said, the scratch, the do the animation. I think I'll try more and probably make a little bit for my daughter and also tell my daughter how to use it to inspire her. It's been a very enriching experience here, especially on Women's Day, to learn coding because I personally haven't had this experience earlier of doing HTML and coding and creating posters and videos. So it's very nice. It's definitely a really useful thing to learn, but it doesn't have to be difficult. There's, there's ways of learning it. So what we wanted to do today was just to let you have a taster of these three really useful ways of learning to code. Have a go at it, demystify it, realise it's not actually as difficult as it might seem, and um, do something fun at the end of it. Oh, I thought it was great, very educational. Sarah was able to help me make a little character, so I learned how to code. 
I think they're very underrepresented in coding, and it's just seen as a very male-dominant um, discipline. So I think it's important for more women to be able to reach out and understand that they can code. I think it's very empowering, and it just you know makes you realize that I was just able to code, and if this was something that was taught to me even earlier, perhaps I would you know explore a career in coding. Visit bournemouth.ac.uk forward slash digitech hyphen futures to find out more about Ada Lovelace and the events that took place to mark International Women's Day. Keep listening to our podcast series to learn about the digital and technological advances taking place here at Bournemouth University.